Welcome to episode 362 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. And in today's show, I just saw Colby uh, come into the room and leave the room, so I guess he's back in town? Yeah, just for uh, Thanksgiving, but he's we're kicking him out tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, gotta kick him out. So what's <laughs> happening? What's uh, What you got on the docket for the day? In the middle of just work, uh, getting ready for the December 6th release. What's What's the December release? What are you talking about? Rob is going to be re- Rob Walling is going to be releasing that show that I recorded with him, and in it, I point to trylist.io. Oh, so okay. there's it's like the you know the first of a thousand uh, launches, mm-hmm. but um, actual people are going to be hitting that homepage, so I've got to get it ready to do something. So what, you're saying I'm not an actual people? Oh, you're an actual people. You you're too much people. You're too much of an actual people. Yeah, I I don't think this is the first of many launches. This is launched like ninety seven. That's probably true. I mean, well, it's launched 97 that, uh, because already there's been so many launches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What do you know about yeah. the first launch? You can't, you, history did not start yesterday. That's true, yeah. You know. That's very true. Well, I get getting it ready. I'm just getting it ready to do a few things I'm, I'm putting in so that when you go into there, there's the help is always on the right-hand side. Um, I'm writing a blog post to explain you know, what is list and why does it exist. And then that's led me down another can of worms where I've been um, going on Upwork and hiring editors um, or trying trying to find an editor that I like. And um, To do what exactly? To edit the blog post. So, the, what, you know, my, you know that uh, Michael Lynch who, mtlynch.io? Um, no, I don't know who that is. You Well, it's just so typical. I always tell you and mm. you always say, no, I don't know who that is. But it's Michael Lynch. He's, he's a, a friend. Um, he ha- he write he has a great blog and he writes it very well, and um, one of his persuasive blog posts is you know why you should hire an editor, um, to to help you write your blog and I I not to help you write it but just to make sure it's it's like grammatically correct in a really good way and well thought well thought through, <laughs> mm. and I agree I I believe in that, um, so yeah so then I want to do that, and it's really nice I've already had a first draft back from an editor and it's like. Yes, that's what I said, except better. <laughs> you know, more polished. Where'd you find them? Um, Upwork. Yeah, how much How much did it cost? Um, 50 bucks an hour. And how many hours does it take to edit your blog post? Um, the This blog post, uh, 1.5 hours, 75 bucks. Okay, and so the, but that was just an edit of a draft. So there, there's going to be more editing required? I, I mean... I think it's because, as I explained in the sort of job posting, it's it's an ongoing thing where it's, you know, I, I do hope that the blog becomes interesting and is a, an ongoing channel. In the same, like the, the, the traffic that Michael Lynch has got for his, uh, for his blog is really, really good. And it's a really great um, market lead, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there will be iterations and, you know, getting just getting better at it and what was your question <laughs> well i was asking is like is is there, is is that all the money you're going to spend on this one blog post in terms of edits or is there, or is there more editing i think required? so for just for launch yeah i think that's the, just, yeah it, it's 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 a yeah i i think moving forward i'll probably be a little bit more precious about the posts but this one i'm not too stressed i mean it's good enough you know it's like i don't i don't want to like spend days and days and days you know what i'm saying i, I just mm-hmm. i've got a ship you know it's just one part of what i need to do but i wanted mm-hmm. to just make it right you know at least right. right enough um 
but yeah i've you know i have a lot of ideas for different for different posts and i'd like them to come over well you know for this mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. um so yeah. when this is december 6th so this is about a week and a half from now i guess yeah that's right and you have some sense of how much traffic does he could he tell you how much traffic his mentions drive is it going to get 20 people or 200 people or I mean, there's there's twenty five thousand listeners or something like that to a to one of that one of Rob's shows. So who knows? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting a huge amount. Um, I'm expecting like ten signups. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, the the blog piece is just so that I can sort of have it done and out the way and and a place to point people and say, look, this is what it is. This is why I'm doing it. Right. You know, this right. is the background. This is the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the next, the next ones will be more interesting than that. Um, so what else am I doing? So in the little right hand nav, I've got the hit the help, the, the shortcut keys, and then I've, I've sort of made it tabbable. Right so hand ne- nav. You're... It's there, not nav. It... It's not nav. It's a right hand info panel, I guess. Okay. So you have something on the right now. Yeah. Is I've this new? I... This is yeah, new. Yeah. Cause I, I can show you. That. Yeah. Let me show you. Hang on. Well, why don't you just describe it? Because I'm, otherwise, I'm the only one who can see it. So, why don't you just I will describe. Use it your words, sh- Justin. I, I use your words. Des- I will describe it by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, hang on. So, here's here's the beginning of the blog post. This is the this is what the blog post looks like. Show okay. me the nav. Got it. Okay. Hang on. Let me just show you the. the I mean, it's completely work in progress, but. Uh, oh, you're the one who wanted to show it. I said just describe it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, just. So instead of that pop-up, you know, they're available there all the time. Yeah, well, I think it's a good idea. I mean, I think ultimately when you get, um, when you have uh, collaboration and sharing that you can have comments and yeah, all, all that stuff and stuff be. like yeah. that. Yeah, that's, this that's... is going to be a great area, this right-hand side. Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. And that's so good. then, uh, you know, the, the, but just for now, I'm, I've got keys. Uh, so basically the first thing you see is the, is the keys hot, to, to hot, get you to do stuff. Hot keys, yeah. Yeah. Then hacks. So basically, I, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show like so. Basically, if you click on a video here, it's gonna just pop up the video, and you'll go. Obviously, these aren't the videos I've made. These are just temporary test videos. Get it? Uh-huh. So you can just quickly look at videos to show you, okay. uh, and each one's gonna be like 30, 20, 30 seconds. Okay. To show you, you know, task toggle tricks, checkbox toggle tricks, move Get item it. tricks. Yeah, I like and it. Then, That's a good idea. And then blog. Uh, blah blah. What is this? Why does it exist? Boom. There you go. And so I might even, um, for the blog, I might even just do a little, when I when I push a new blog post, just do a little red number one. I don't think I'd do blog. I mean, you could do it from the starter. I mean, then, at, uh, given that this is an application, I would just more of application stuff. I'd put that maybe blog in the footer. I have like a little footer down there. We have that. Yeah, I might do that. That's a good point. But um, About privacy, blog, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Or um, where am I good? When about my goodies? When am I, I know them? you've got you've got so. I'm much not. You're you... talking a lot about us launch stuff, but I'm not hearing what I'm getting for Christmas. All right. Well, I know. I know the like. Honestly, you're like you're like a kid who can't decide what they actually want, and you keep on saying no. Stuff. I keep <laughs> telling you, and if we would go back to recording, you're like, I'm gonna build this for Jason. Like if Jason's gonna. <laughs> And then I'm asking you, and then you're like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What would you say? Are you what? I'm sorry. What? No, I but what understand. I mean is like you say, okay, the most important thing is this. No, actually, the most important thing is this. No, actually, I've been thinking about it, but the most important thing is this. So you're like- No. <laughs> okay, so, le- so your most recent most important thing is 
um, links. Okay, so let's let's go. So okay, so I'll go to my most important thing: history. So what I what I mentioned before, I guess I guess I guess you have a point. I guess initially I said, look, you got to get real time collaboration. You got to get was, sharing yeah. and yeah. real time collaboration built in at the foundation level. It can't be a hack on top. You need to spend the time and build this in at the foundation level, be- um, and because if you if you want to make money off this. It, and you're going to have to have people who are who are using it in some sort of team or collaboration context, right? And, you know, and and so that has to have that. Um, and also that would be useful for me um, as well. So it was kind of like not only is this something that would be useful for me, right? <laughs> yeah. But it would also be you know you're you're saying well I want to, I want this to make money. This is a money making venture. I'm like all right, well build it for people who pay for it. And people companies pay for stuff. Yeah. Um, the next was the uh, sort of tagging, so you could and tag you could tag um, posts in terms of uh, or items in terms of like say um, priority stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, but uh, which I still think that's important. I still think it's important, and I, the, the, I but then I said, okay, well hyperlinks, be able to make a hyperlink out of something, and be able to drag and drop an image, be able to have images in the list would be. Um, I think a big deal having because it's easy. I mean, it's, 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 you can replicate a lot of this by just using a text file when there's no collaboration and there's no images. Right. Yeah. But now you're starting to put stuff in there. Like the text file can't do it. Yeah. Right. Then you'd have to use something like uh, Google docs, which is really slow and cumbersome. Right. Right. So now you're starting to say, look, you know, he's like, well, I use text files. I'm like, well, can you drag and drop tons of screenshots and images and stuff? People are like, well, no. I'm like, well, let's can do that. Oh, that's cool. Can you have real time collaboration and share? No. Well, can you have built in commenting? No. You know, like all that kind of stuff. Now it's way more powerful. But um, I just the reason I brought up the links and the images as put ahead of everything else is that I can still use the list for my own productivity without sharing it with Justin or Alex or Sandy, right? It's still useful. It'd be more useful if I could do that, but it is still useful. Yeah. I can't even use it without being able to tag priority. I just kind of use it kind of in a kludgy way, and I just kind of copy and paste. I move all the stuff over just like one uh, category called today. It's kind of like my top of mind stuff. It doesn't even mean today anymore. It's like this is my top of mind. It means like soon as possible. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I can still right. do that, but what I can't do is I can't put images in there. Mm-hmm. I cannot drag images, which sucks. Um, links would be great because otherwise I have to drag and draw. I have to type in the actual link as like you know maybe type out the title, the name, and then do it colon the link or something really. Kind of, which is kind of what you had to do in a text file, and that's yeah, it's like not even better in a text file. It's like that's kind of crap, you know. That's the things to make. That's the things when you're using a text file. Like God, I hate text files, right? Yeah, right. It's like I'm using this, but this is really sucks, you (laughs) know. Um, and I think Ben Boyder mentioned he was like, yeah, images would be a big deal for him. So, um, so I thought if I had to reprioritize, and I said okay, and you're right. To be fair, I changed my priorities. But I also went after things that I think are probably easier. It is 
probably easier to do links. It very much it should be easier to do links than it is to do all the all the, all the infrastructure that has to support tagging, which should be much easier than all the infrastructure that has to support collaboration and sharing and permissions and real time collisions and all that stuff. Something okay. I'm like okay, like these are not all equal cost, right? Yeah. You're like okay, you have you have a you have a million Justin bucks. This is going to cost you fifty thousand Justin bucks. This is going to cost you ten thousand Justin bucks. I'm like, I want to spend my money in a way that I can get the most bang for my buck. And for me, it would be hyperlinks and images. And then when I kind of said in there, I said, "All right, look, it sounds like that all has to do with the way you're thinking about things in terms of like a formatting, like this this node tagging and stuff like that." Okay, fine. So it all kind of falls under this umbrella of of that. Um, so I would say, yeah, I would do that first. And when I say like formatting, I wouldn't go and be like trying to, you know, replicate. No, let's just do Google bold. Let, for the moment, let's just do bold and italic. So I think, so the, so there's, there's different levels of formatting. One of them is to change a node type. So right now there's only two types of node. It's text and task. Mm -hmm. and task has a checkbox and it's a, it's a beautiful air quote native checkbox although mm -hmm. it's actually not native it's built from from the ground up um to feel as you know like a really nice native checkbox um and i love the checkboxes those checkboxes i'm a huge fan you did a great <laughs> job i look i look i you know i tease you about this all the time but i'll tell you i will give you credit when you do stuff you do a good job you've done a great job with the um with the um, main editing area the node the hierarchy i mean i i whip around that with my little hot keys i love <laughs> I love moving stuff up and down with the like. What was it? The command and the up down arrow. Whatever. Yeah, my, my fingers know it. I don't know the word yet, but it's like ding 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 ding. ding. And I'm like, this is so awesome. I love this. That's right, because you and that was kind of the point. Like that, and the reason why that's in there is because of mind map tools that I've used. So mind map tools are really great to be able to use uh, command arrow keys, move things around. The problem with mind maps are you just can't have as much text. So what it's but it's really nice because you know when your brain hasn't quite settled on exactly what it is that you're creating it's just beautiful to be able to just move the cursor up and down and then move things up and down and just like reorder stuff I find that just like just useful um but just going back to what what I was saying before so the big formatting effort or maybe not so big but medium will be it, it, this might actually be to be honest easier but I'm still going to do it later, is to be able to do something like turn a node into an H1, you know, turn a node into an H2. So then you will be able to format the page uh, based on different, you know, types of nodes. But we'll get to that. For now, what I need to do is to Yeah, I don't basically... care about that, as I mentioned. I don't... Yeah, uh... yeah. So for now, what I'll, I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on... Um, well, this is after the, the sixth... Six... When you say sixth, do you say six... Or sixth, is it is the S before the TH? Sixth. S X is you're saying the TH. six. You're saying six or sixth. 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 Okay, sorry for the yeah. for the minute detail on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? All right, listen. <laughs> my brain. My Stay brain with is, me. My brain is Get like talking, out of it right quit, now. <laughs> quit getting caught up in the in the in the. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Accent. Tags tags okay. tags. Okay. So that's actually quite complicated. Uh, the, the complicated aspect is that um, the select, the whole way that the select system works is is very complicated. I've got a, I've got a theory um, about how to do this, and I need to test it and play with it. 
And my theory is, is to separate the tags out of the text. So I will have two data structures. I will have one data structure that says, at position zero is an open bold tag, and at position four is a closed bold tag. And then that will be separate. So in other words, I will, I will store the tag information in a separate data structure. And this is just like internal, internal usage. Because I was thinking, you know, it's actually quite hard if you think about moving the cursor, the little I-beam cursor along mm -hmm. and like calculating everything and, and keeping track of everything and where the tags are and like, it'd be much easier if it was just a separate structure. That's my, that's my thesis. I'm going to find out for real whether that's correct mm -hmm. or not when I start working on it. But it, having it as a separate structure also would give me the capability to, you know, easily do deal with images and all sorts of things. Okay, you could well, hold on a second. A lot. Yeah, hold on a second. Okay. So like I think what you So you're 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 not talking about formatting the entire node of one format, are you? No, no. Okay. No, what what I'm what I'm talking about is but the because a complicated piece of editing is let's say for example you select, you know, four letters, right? You need to know the start position of that selection and the end position of that selection. That's kind of simple with text. Once there's tags in there, um, it's complicated because obviously tags create new characters in the in the code. And I, I have already dealt with that aspect of it, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm just thinking of keeping of keeping the tag positions in a separate data structure rather than actually having lines of text with tags. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of just having text and then another data structure that says where tags are going to be. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the text will always be stored in a pure format, and then there'll be a data structure that says where the tags are, where they begin and end. So, I you're just... gonna, so you're going to maintain a rendered text, and then you're going to have like a logical representation of those tags in some kind of a tree structure? Yes, I will. I will. I will. Exactly. I will re-render re the text every time the page is displayed, but actually in the database, I'll only have the pure text and then a separate data structure to say how to render it with tags and image and stuff like that. You're going to store all that information separately? No, it's all going to be in the same node, just just in the in properties of the node, if that makes It seems sense. to me that you could, you would only need to have that information when you're rendering and updating yeah. it. So what I would say, I don't know if you would need to save that information. If you save the rendered text, basically save it like, like HTML, right, with tags and everything, then... If someone's going to go to edit it, you 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 analyze that and you build your tree structure, right? And then when they're adjusting it, then you're you have that tree structure there. And then when it loses focus, then you get rid of it. I don't think you need. I think it'd be a lazy implementation. I think you just mm. kind of build the structure. That's interesting. On okay, focus and on blur, you create your tree structure. You know, because look, this tree structure is going to be <laughs> like. I mean, how complicated is it going to be? Like you know, twenty thirty no, uh, you know. I mean, the tree is going to be relatively simple, right? You got bold here, you got some, you got code, you got an image, you got a link, and you got some text, and okay, whatever. Like, that's like nothing. And so mm -hmm. it, that could be, that thing could, that, that little structure could be dynamically created um, in, you know, a millisecond. It hmm. would be, it wouldn't be noticeable. Nice. And then you, that way you don't have to worry about all the saving and BS. You just don't need it. You just save the, just, just like you're saving an HTML page, you save it with the tags and everything in it. 
But you could, if, if you had the memory structure, like, saved, you could put extra things in there, like um, different behaviors and different um, possibilities and stuff. Maybe we're getting too tech. Again, too you just can dynamically create that. You don't need to save it. Okay. That's an interesting thought. Thank you, sir. Sure. As always, it's good to it's good to uh, brainstorm these things with you. Yeah. Well, you know, I did build this thing back in two thousand five, right? You remember that? <laughs> we built. I do. Guy and I built the, this. Viso, yeah. Viso, the real time yeah. text editor and all the crap. So, I mean, not yeah. exactly this, but I've 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 done stuff like this before. So, this area. But I didn't do that specifically. But I just what you're talking about. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big fan of uh, well, when it's appropriate, sort of lazy implementations, which is like mm -hmm. you. Don't save everything. You don't have everything rendered. It's like you, when you need it, you create it, especially if you can do it quickly. And it's not a lot of overhead. Just do it when you need it. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Um, well, anyway, so, I, so, so, but this is one thing I want to say. So the other, you there, Justin? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. You, uh, that, you, that's, that, you, was, that was just me freezing wow, and actually freezing. You I was literally like, froze. I was like, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that would be. That would be a, a a good joke to do continuously. People on like Zoom meetings is like yeah. freeze. It's kind of like it's like the old like voicemail joke. It's like, you know, you're like hello, <laughs> hello. Wait, I can't hear you. Hello, person's like yelling and yelling. Oh, this is just a recording. Yeah, <laughs> just like freeze. Like oh, and then you kind of start moving. And they're like what the? <laughs> that's good. I like that. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, that's right. The Zoom freeze. The fake freeze is the new uh. <laughs> the new voicemail gimmick. Um, okay, so I, you know, one thing that Justin and I use a ton when communicating over Slack. Justin, I don't mean you. I mean Justin Skysick. Justin Skysick. Skysick. Skywalker. So we um we are always using the code, you know, like field names to tables like you're, you know this is code or blocks of code like here's a sql query you want to use or here's a so that is incredibly useful um when you're talking about and you're saving information about code like you might have like a list of a bunch of important sql queries yeah right and you want those to be rendered kind of like slack does as like code with the, whatever the whatever the code mono font or the pre whatever the hell that's called and you want to make it look like that like that yeah, would be I really really cool i really use i that. haven't even thought about making a node something actually different to just the line of text well that's the, that that's why i'm telling you this now because it's like yeah. i went when I, I was not exaggerating i say you really i think slack messages are a really good model in terms of the level of formatting that i think you need to do that will give people the flexibility they need to express themselves and express their ideas in a way that's not inhibiting them but it, but you're not going off and like i'm going to create like you know any column multi-column tables and crap you know like like you're in word or something or stuff word it's just like that would be and they only have a few things they have like bold italic strike through Code, code blocks, images, hyperlinks. Yeah, but the question for a code block and something like that is, is each line of that a node or is that code block one node? That is the complicated question that would need to be I would answered. think that that would be a thing. Just one node. Yeah, that's one node. Like a 
just like an image is a node. Yeah, that's a node. A code block. And then it's rendered, rendered differently. And that, but that does again bring up the, uh, yeah. So and and so again, like then, there's also complexity with just the the fact of, so far everything is always in an editable state. It's always editable. So when you bring in stuff like this, then you you have to go into a, like a Slack version of doing things, which is there's a rendered state and then there's an edit state. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way right now. Well, so, that's why I'm telling you about this stuff yeah. now so you don't come back six months ago, well, it's impossible because I did. I say, well, you need to think about your use cases before you come up with your solution and let the cement dry. You know, right. like, you know, if, if, if you can't even do Slack, minimalist Slack-based, uh, Slack-style formatting, I think that's a problem. So well, I think, you, that's what I'm saying. I think you need to think about this now. Just like... Well, all, well, all the formatting is different apart from the formatting is because di- remember how f- Slack works, right? So you type. So let's say, for example, you want to make something bold. So you mm-hmm. say, "Hey, Colby," <laughs> it's just waving at me in the background. Um, so you say, you know, you type in like an asterisk, or you or you drag across the text, and so in your text edit area, it adds asterisk on either side of it. Mm-hmm. You hit return. Now it puts it into the stream. Mm-hmm. That is not that is rendered. That's not editable, mm-hmm. right? So. If the whole system, if if list, if the whole of list worked like that, it would be kind of shit because you want it to be like, like you know, a completely editable document. So that's that's kind of the problem. Hello, bye bye. <laughs> it's a copy. Um, you know what I mean? You want it to be an editable document. You don't want it to be a a non-editable document, which is what Slack is. Slack is a non-editable document. That's the problem. So it's so I don't know how. Not the exactly- problem. It's the challenge. I don't exactly know I how want to magic, do what... Justin. I want magic. I want <laughs> I don't know how to do what you're saying. It does not compute. Like because I, I need it to be always editable, but I guess also rendered in in the kind of code way. Because there's there's so many different like com- very complicated nuances about what you're describing here. And I as I said in um as I said in Discord, this is just really foundational. I'm gonna go back and have an explore and see what I can come up with and see if if it's good enough, and then that is all going to start on the 6th of December. Well, good. Because, well, you know, <laughs> I used to go through this scenario all the time with Phil back in the day. Right. Back in the 90s, we'd be working on something, and then I'd come over to him and I'd say, we had our two, two desks in this office where, you know, and I'd go, and I'd be like, we need to do da-da-da-da. And he'd be like, well, that's impossible. That's, that's, imp- that's not possible. I just kind of sit there, stare at him passively. He'd be like, "Well, that's just that's just not possible," and I wouldn't accept that. And I would just kind of, I'd be like, "Well, look, we got to do this. This is this," and he just would. And then, like an hour later, he'd go, "Well, okay, it might be possible. It's gonna be complicated," <laughs> and I just wouldn't say anything. And then, like another hour come out, he's like, "Actually, I think I figured out it's not gonna be that bad." And then if you're like, oh, he's like, oh, it was easy. This is like trivial. I'm like, like, and we would go through this routine all the time. He was always like, that's impossible. And and Justin does that to me all the time. Well, he doesn't kind of, he isn't quite as uh, defensive as Phil Phil was, but he'll be like, well, and I'll just, (laughs) we go through this whole thing. And eventually he's like, oh, you know, actually it wasn't that bad. It all thing worked out. I mean, sometimes it is work, but in the end, there is 
almost always a solution. And so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell you, like, I don't give a damn what your um, technical solution is. I'm just telling you, this is how it needs to work. From my perspective, as a user, <laughs> you're saying, Jason, all right, I'm going to build it. Jason, you're my user. I'm going to satisfy you. I'm telling okay, I don't give a damn if it's hard <laughs> or it hurts your feelings or it doesn't work that way. Well, then rip it out and do it a different way. Like it need, If you want this thing to be awesome and you want people to go, wow, there's all this stuff that needs to do this stuff. It needs to be responsive as it is, but it needs to support all of this type of standard formatting and, and those are the stuff we talked about. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the proxy for the big mean internet I'm telling you what just it to, wants. Just to throw it back to you, think about Markdown. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Markdown is not WYSIWYG. Like Markdown is a text editor editing one text file. You are, you are entering the markup unless you have a special editor that also shows you a second page mm-hmm. of what it's going to look like. You do not see what you get. It's just text. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the that's really the, the complication here is like how do I how do I make this so that you can see it and edit it? Mm-hmm. Which is really you know I have faith in you, Justin. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Well moving on from me, how are you doing? <laughs> how how's how's um Math Academy? What's the what's the subscriber number if we can if we can hear an update, a general update? When will you stop telling us what the number of subscribers? Oh, yeah, I think we're a long way for that's even an issue. I mean, okay, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody knows about us. We're tiny, you know. Sure. Um, I guess, I guess I'd, I might, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open guy, but I mean, I guess Netflix tells you their number of subscribers. Yeah, but for example, if 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 we're lucky enough to be super successful, then um. All you're doing is inviting competition, mm. right? Once people know, wow, there's a lot of money there, you know, yeah. then you're you're you know you're just asking for more and more people to put money into 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 companies that are in your going to go into your space. Yeah. The other thing is too is if people think you're making a lot of money, then all of a sudden you're a target for people asking you for money or people mm. want to take your money. You know, <laughs> it's like you know you 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 have to think a little bit about doing that. And what's the what's the point of telling? Is it to is it to like brag? Is it to make people think you're a big deal? Is that really mm-hmm. important? You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I you know I don't really care what yeah. people think, and I I don't. It's not. It doesn't going to change my life, and um, I'm happy to share it um, in early stages because you know people are following along with the story, and it's still like yeah. kind of like yeah, it's the little engine that could. You know, everybody's like, come on, little guy, you could do it. You know. We're at that stage, um, and uh, I don't know. Cool. So, what's the number? What's the number? I don't know the exact number, but we're like two eighty something, two eighty or so. That's great. Well, I mean, it, it, it's except it's except down. it hasn't. It's yeah. I was going to say it's that slowed down or churns biting you a bit. It's a little bit of both. So you you got to think like when you have a burst of new users at one point in time, you're going to have a burst of churn. At that 30 day mark, because we have a 30 day money back guarantee, right? Did anyone, has anyone asked for the money back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We definitely have people asking for money back. I mean, we made that how very. Mu- how much? How many people have asked for the money back? Well, they don't ask. Yeah. It's just I make it available. It's like if you cancel in the 30 days, you get your money back. 
they don't have to ask. It's just we give it to them automatically. Oh, that's not the normal way that it's done, but that is a very noble way. Yeah, Sandy and I are trying to run the business in a very ethical way that, you know, I think it's to treat people how you'd want to be treated. It's like, hey, I canceled after 28 days. You know, here's your money back. You know? Well, it's normally the way that normally the way that it works is people say cancel and then just send us an email asking for your money back if you want it. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a dark pattern. But sometimes people sometimes people want I mean they don't want the money back. You know what I'm saying? They're, well, so too people don't bad really have you're op- getting it back. I mean people don't really have an option with your version, you yeah. know. People Yeah, and I mean okay. the reason is is that I don't want to take anybody's money who I don't feel like is getting their value, getting value out of it. Okay. Um, I think because then when, when that's happening, it's creating a, an unbalanced relationship and somebody, whenever it's an unbalanced relationship, the other party can start to resent you. Right. And here's what happens. I remember Doug when, uh, told me about when he was running MV Code Club, like, you know, which was that after school kids coding thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? You're laughing. What's we you laughing about? I'm, I'm laughing because I'm just thinking, like, people don't need to have anything to do with money to resent you. <laughs> That's true, too. But, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? but people could just resent you because of the stuff you say on a podcast. That's true. You know? That's true, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's sort of like when when someone would have like a monthly subscription and they kind of forgot about it and then six months later their kid hadn't gone in like six months or eight months. Yeah, yeah. Who get pissed? They're like, what the hell? You know, they think they canceled. They never canceled. And now they're really angry because they feel like, you know, you took their money or stole their money or something. Yeah. When in fact, they just weren't paying attention. And, and you'd give it back if they asked. Yeah, of course, but the reality is you're still you're still getting somebody really upset. Right? And I think I think what you want is much you want as many people as possible to have feel like they're having a positive interaction with you in your company because they say, "Hey, you know, yeah, we tried it, my daughter, but it turned out she was just really busy with school and activities. We might try it again, but hey, you could, she should give it a try. You know, Jason and Sandy are great. They're really helpful and the stuff really works. You want, you want that. Not like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like we, we, we signed up for like six months and we just never really used it. And, you know, and they kind of have this sort of negative but, feeling because they spent I mean, a bunch of money on it. How does you, like, your, how does your thing stop them from being signed up for six months without canceling? Well, what I, what you want to do is you want to continually be interacting with them so they know. Like, for instance, we send an invoice, uh, like a receipt okay. every month, just like you get one from Apple or Google. So is it like a dead man switch? If they don't click a button, then they, the subscription doesn't keep going. Wait, if, they, if you don't, they have to cancel subscription. Okay, so they do have to cancel subscription. So you still could end up in the situation where someone six months later is like, ah, oh, shit, I, I, I thought I canceled it. But not if they're continually getting emails reminding them that here's what's going on with your kid or here the night, here, here's, here's the recommendations, here's what they did this week, here's what they didn't do this week, here's some recommendations about XP, you know, I'm interacting with you, here's the receipt. You know, I mean, they're, there's okay. zero chance. They have no ground to stand on to say, well, I just didn't 
no. Like, that's bad. If someone says, if someone comes to a gym and they know they're going, they know they know they belong to the gym and they just never go, you know, it's like, hey, I didn't work out the last nine months. I want my money back. I mean, that's kind of a bullshit thing, you know, and I, I you know, that does not deserve a, um, a money back. But I want, we want the 30 day, the initial 30 day money back to be, to feel like, look, there's no risk, right? There's no risk. I'm not going to create it, make it difficult for you to get your money back. You sign up. If it's good, if it's helpful to you, then you're going to keep using. If it's not, it's it's almost like a free trial, except that we put a little bit of friction in there so that we'll get a bunch of looky-loos and people coming on and just kind of burning up our server CPU because they want to just play around with it and stuff like that. Do you mind that that costs you money for every one of those free trials? Yeah. Like oh, that I would know what I, what I don't want. It does cost. It, no, it, I'm saying, do you realize that that is costing you money? Because I know it does. You don't get refunded the money from the Stripe take. Right. I mean, it's not much. Yeah, it's like the 2.9% plus 30, 30 cents. But um, So it's cost us 30 bucks in the last in, in two total. months. Or so. I mean, it's yeah. 50 bucks. I mean, well, these are nothing. No, this is not an issue. Um, I, I just... The only way that you're going to get value out of the system is if you take it seriously. And a way to increase the chances of you taking it seriously is if you have to pay for it, you know, and that you're a serious person, uh, you're you're going to put your money down. Now, it doesn't, it's not 100% true. There's people who sign up and they never do anything. That happens. But it would be a much, much larger percentage of the people would be signing up doing nothing if they could just sign it for free. In fact, it would probably be 95% of the people would sign up and do next to nothing, or 98%. Then you have a all these people who are unserious users, they were never serious in the first place. They're like, just kind of looking around. You know, Sandy and I don't have the bandwidth to deal with those people. You know, I don't have to deal with all those customer support problems. We need to keep customer support at a manageable level because it's just the two of us, right? Mm-hmm. And the more time we spend on customer support, the less time we can spend on everything else we need to. Product development, bug fixing, marketing, whatever. Right, you're spending you spend all yeah. day in email. So okay, so the one way you do that is say, look, you want to use it, sign up, you know, put your credit card down, pay fifty bucks, you know, boom, like that. You immediately reduced most of your unserious people. Yeah, does that make does that? No, yes, yeah, I I agree. Now, if you're that, yeah, the only that just a couple of the couple of red flags potentially, or I don't know whether it's red flags is the right word. The issue is one is is that you know you do have to pay. You actually do have to pay, so it's not a free trial. It's it costs you money. It costs you money for them to do that. You know, obviously that that Stripe money. And then the other thing is, well, you've already discussed. You don't want anyone in there. Just just like instantly giving their money. I think I like that. I think I like that that you instantly give them their money back. I think I like that. You, I think you'd be justified to give it give them their money back without the Stripe fee, but you probably don't want to do that. Knowing no, you. I don't like. Well, then you're just nickeling and diming, diming people. That's nickeling and diming, yeah. And, and now it's like, if one person out of 20 makes an issue out of it, it's like, well, I didn't get my full money back, and then they file a dispute with Stripe, you've burned up more time and effectively more money than all the money I saved. Yeah, I think that's true. I do not, I, I do not want these ridiculous high-maintenance users with this endless back and forth because they're angry about something and and it's the principle of it right i don't know i want to deal with that so i'm like here here's your money back go away hey hey you know what i mean look 
you're talking to the king of giving people their money back. Like I <laughs> remember, remember that thing I did in Nugget, where I had all those people paying the fifty dollar prize plan. I don't. And then I was like, I don't think it's worth fifty bucks, and I moved everyone down to a twenty dollar prize plan. All right. <laughs> so that was like thousands of dollars out the window. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I know, I I know what it's like to feel like. Yeah, I don't want to just take people's money for no good reason. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just sometimes just a little cost of doing business, and I think, I think, you know, what we're trying to do is create a situation where we are incentivized to help people get value out of the software, right, at every level, and help people be successful. People are using the software, whether they're as adults using it themselves or it's or their or their kids are using it you want them you want people learning math and going wow this thing works and if you have and and, and if people are not using it you want them off the system and if you're and, or you want you want to try and get them to use it say hey what can we do to help you we know you haven't really gotten started is there anything we can do are you confused about anything trying to get because then i look in and i just see this you know, reams of people doing, you know, doing XP all week. It's like, man, that's, that's all these people doing math, but like, uh, otherwise probably wouldn't be doing math. All these people are learning, you know? Hmm. What happened, um, just to, just to slightly switch topics, mm -hmm. what happened to the onboarding and all the dev work? And plus also you had that 50 file commit that you were about to commit, like at what, you know, at like, you know, in the evening. And I, and I was like, Dude, do not push this live. Do not push a 50 file commit live at the end of the day on a Sunday or something like that. So what, what's what's going on with the day? Oh, okay. Well, okay. So there's been a couple of big so I, I, things I've done recently. One was the uh, the whole onboarding system that I had to rebuild. And that yeah. was a few weeks ago that I, I, I did that. Um, or I was over spanned a couple weeks at least. And, you know, people are just confused about are, some things and i think are they still no uh, we have one person who is confused and then we were really confused why they were confused but you know there's always going to be somebody <laughs> who just literally does not read the sentence right in front of them and does not understand you know they just yeah you can't you can't have a hundred percent clarity when there's any kind of a decision that has to be made someone's going to click the wrong button at some point you had a deluge of support emails, and that's what you were trying to solve. Yeah. And so where are you at now with that? Oh, it's in terms of technical support issues. I mean, in terms of like the sign-up process, it's pretty much zero from from nonstop between Sandy and I. You know, people trying to change courses, or people they merged as a parent and kid account was merged, or I mean, there was just uh, there was a bunch of things I can't even remember them all. But um, you know, it was just like Sandy would come in and she'd be like, you know. She's suffer. I can. I mean, because I'm hearing her constantly going back and forth, you know, in emails and this person and that person. Or she's walking in and writing, give me sticky notes. Okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. So it's eating up her time and it's eating up my time. And so I'm like, All right, I need to fix this, right? And um, yeah, I made a huge difference. Um, the next thing was um, building out a, a sort of like a settings control panel for users. So they can go in and change their profile or their password or their students or, or the same stuff for their student information or their XP goals or what course they're in or their payment information or 
adding and removing counts or pausing an account or, you know, all this kind of stuff. Because what was happening is um, people just needed to make adjustments and I would have to do everything by hand. Same thing. Well, they want to pause their account for a month because they're going to be out of town. Da, da, da. I wonder if they could do this. And hey, they need to change their payment information. Can you fix it? You know, it was just nonstop. And there was no easy mm -hmm. way to do that. Right. right? You and that's with only 280. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine if you had a couple of thousands. Yeah, and so, um, but I had to make it. I, I, I mean, I had to make a pretty, pretty advanced version of it because you had to have your normal, like you know, you go to settings. You imagine you have your left side panel and it has all the different categories, right? Profile, mm -hmm. password, course, XP goals, accommodation, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But then you also need to have, um, if you're an adult and you have one or more, sort of sub accounts like student accounts you have to be able to switch to their accounts and change their information mm. right yeah and you have to switch between yes. them and they, each of them have their own accounts and oh my daughter is paused because she's got x y and z going on for the next three months but my son is doing it then i'm doing it and here's my thing you know i mean it's, it's just all this difference all these different things you had to make it real but as you as you know it's it's really hard to give people a lot of flexibility in how they configure something and make it really simple for them to understand. That is non-trivial. I mean, you know, it's it's had it has a lot of flexibility in the system. I mean, the the way the database and you know, ultimately, right, it's a database structure that can support this. It's like how many? It's not just one account. Oh, there be many supervising accounts, and they can have different permission levels, and then. Kids are doing different, you know, students are doing different accounts and they have different XP goals and different, I mean, if you cut it and slice it all these different ways. But um, how to make that available to some, somebody without that turning into a frustration and confusion on their point and customer support on our part is hard, right? Mm -hmm. So every time I'm doing this, I'm sitting there thinking about this. I'm like, okay, you know, it's like I'm having, I'm like operating on like six levels of the stack, right? I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking in terms of like the back end code, the database code, and the API endpoints, and all of the UI stuff. Okay, wait, I'm a student. Wait, no, I'm the adult looking at this. No, I have this permission. Wait, I can change this. Wait, am I, you know, and then I'm linking it from a customer support issue, you know, and like how, how I, what's going to result in the customer support? Wait, are they going to read this? Are they going to understand it? Are they going to think, of, are they going to think I mean this other thing? And so it's just, it took many iterations. Um, and, you know, but it took me I mean, the thing was, I thought I was going to do it in like three days because I'm an <laughs> idiot and it still took me like two and a half weeks. <laughs> but it's just, but now, but then, you know, as I told Sandy, as any time, you know, you release something and even if you've tested it thoroughly, you're still only like 60% done because there are edge cases that you didn't think about. You thought you thought about them, but you actually didn't think about all the use cases. And mm -hmm. so there were like, then there were a few days of of different issues. Oh, this person can't. And I'm like, oh shoot, right. So if they're the accountant, and this is pod, da, da 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 da. You know, you go through and you're like, okay, yeah. So then you have to spend a few days just kind of catching those edge cases. Yeah, it's super complicated. Like you're saying, it's like the have the reseller account paradigm. It's like where you have like a master account that administrates a whole bunch of other accounts. Right. Horrendously complicated. Super complicated to build. And a UI, an explanation for stuff like that. So I'm impressed if you've if you're even sort of halfway there at this point. Yeah, I mean it. Because... It it um, 
it works and it has a lot of the main things. There are different things. There are different. Um, there's even more that I need to add to it. Um, you know, like one is so. Here's an example. Um, well, actually, yeah. So here's an example. Um, dad signs his daughter up. Daughter didn't have quite enough time to really. They started the diagnostic, but didn't really quite understand what the diagnostic was for. Didn't really finish it. Time ran out, or time was running out. Dad decided to close the account and re-sign up. Because really what he wanted to do is just, can I reset this and have her start with the diagnostic over? Mm -hmm. But there's no way to do that in the system. I mean, people will figure out a way around it. They'll find a way, yeah. Even though it's the right way. So either make it easy for them to do it, or they're (laughs) going to do some weird workaround that will get the result they want. And you're just like, oh, now I got two accounts with a similar... But then that's also bad because it's like, okay, but if you can just get, if they can just reset the diagnostic anytime they want, then. No, no. You know, so you. It's, it's fine. Is, oh, that's it's okay. It's fine. Yeah? You know, okay. I mean, obviously you don't want a kid to do that or a student. So an adult yeah. can do that. Like if an adult says, hey, I signed up to do your machine learning course. I did half the thing and I realized I was kind of not as serious about it as I should. And I need to kind of want to, okay, go start over, you know. Or if their son or daughter, oh, my son, I had him do it. Like this happened one where, where mom is like, you know. Had my son do it, and he was it was late, and he was totally wiped out from this other stuff, and, re- and I, I don't think he did well because he was so tired. And it, I think we, I'm like, yeah, okay, time to redo it. But instead of them having to email me because they're they spend time looking around, I don't see how to reset this thing, and they email Sandy, and then she forwards it to me, and then I have to go email them, and then I have to go into the database, run some script to do this. How about I have a button on the course on the settings course the course section says says reset course and has an option retake diagnostic simple you know something <laughs> with a little explanatory sometimes it can be advantageous you know whatever right like now i'm out of that loop <laughs> that's good <laughs> don't talk to me anymore i don't want to yeah, do exactly. that i don't want to do that that's that's exactly what like i just remember that so well with plugio just developing stuff to just not have to answer support issues anymore it's just like Okay, if I put this fucking button here, then I'm not going to get emailed about this anymore. Exactly. I mean, really, <laughs> it's a very self-interested approach. Yeah. Like, I am so tired of running this <laughs> stupid script, and I'm even more tired of the email back and forth. Oh, I'm so sorry about the confusion. This is how it worked. You know, like, oh, I don't want to say that anymore. I want them to be happy. If I don't hear from people, if I don't hear from people and they're in, and they're and they or their kids are earning a ton of XP, they're you they're, they're getting great value. Everybody's happy. This is what big companies don't really have the power to do. Like this this type of interaction and iteration doesn't really exist. I remember a, a, a Plugio uh, person said to me, "I'm like, what? I I was doing a case study and I was like, okay, why do you like Plugio? Like, what 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 is your thing?" And she said, "You." You're the reason, <laughs> because basically you're there. Like when I have when I have issues, I can talk to you. Like I can get this stuff, you know, fixed or whatever. That it's a that is a competitive advantage. Well, basically. Paul Graham had said has always said that that do things that don't scale. I mean, that's his. his right. He's like you know, you know, his whole the whole key part of the conversation that he had with um, oh god, what's the guy who's the main founder of uh, who's the CEO of uh, Airbnb? What's his Chesky Brian Chesky Ch- Ches- Brian Chesky Ch- Ch- yeah and and. Uh, Paul Graham says, "Well, why? You know, where are your users?" He's like, "We don't have any users." He's like, "Well, you must have some." He's like, "Yeah, we have a few." He's like, well, "Where are they? They're in New York." He's like, "Well, what are you doing here?" They're like, "Well, 
is they're like, well, we can't be where all our customers are because that doesn't scale. He's like, exactly. And this is why you want to do that now because you can't do that, right? So he goes, I mean, people know the stories. So it's not very, you know. Mm. But it's like because you can, right? And that's why I think. Because you can. That's why I yeah. think it's a it's a it's it's better if you can do it to not take a bunch of money, hire a bunch of people, and scale. I think it's better to or grow organically, spend more time getting things right, spending more a lot of time you as the founders suffering with your customers, <laughs> suffer with them. Yeah, their confusion should be your confusion, their your pain, right? Fix it. Like don't hide behind a bunch of customer support people. Right, you deal with it. You email them back, and it sucks. But the reality is, well, actually, it doesn't suck. It's actually nice because most people are polite, and they're like, "Hey, Jason, so I'm a little, little confused. This thing happened, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right, 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 right. Thanks. I'm sorry about that. Let me, I'll take care of it." And they're like, "Oh, well, hey, don't no big deal." Like everybody's polite and appreciative, and it's they're nice interactions. I mean, you know, they're nice interactions. So it's not really painful. I mean, it's painful in the sense that like, oh, I just want to write this code and I got to go and screw around with the database and write this, finagle this script to do this fix. I mean, that's annoying, right? But so then you then it does pressure you into fixing all this stuff early. And, you know, as Sandy has been saying from the beginning, she's like, we need, she's like, can you handle, she asked me this like three months ago, can you handle 10 new customers a day? She's like, I don't think you can. And that's the thing. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. and she's right. Just just something you said there made me think of something. How are you dealing with um, database migrations right now? Like when are you when are you pushing them? Like when do you when do you do the? What's your process to do a database migration? Like do you like migrations? push code? We don't need no stinking migrations. <laughs> I mean, I'm just <laughs> thinking of Jason about? pushing a change that like has fifty lines of fifty files changed. Surely that requires a database migration. So is Jason just there clicking the button? And then running the fucking database script to make to change the tables at the same time. Like, how do you, how are you doing that? So typically, what I do, <laughs> to, like, do you have a process, Jason? I do. I mean, what I do. I mean, I don't have. I don't run like the migrations and all that stuff. I think. I think. So you're just manually hacking the database as you go along, like I don't just manually just, hack you, you just, the I'm a data. I'm fine with the database. I don't need an ORM to do the database for me. But what I'm saying is, are you manually like running like in 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 your like MySQL? Yeah, I go okay. True, cool. Alter table such and such. Of course. You, know, you you don't have a, you don't run migration scripts. No. <laughs> you're no. looking at me like I'm some kind of monster. <laughs> for suggesting such a concept. <laughs> I, it's totally unnecessary. All I do... That's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> that's unnecessary. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm working on the client. I'm working on um, the dev site, right? And there's some new field that I need to add. I'm like, oh, okay. we need a new... Uh, I need a new column for this in this table. And I go alter table, add column, blah, blah, blah. And then once, and then I'm writing code to fix it. And then I, once I realize, like, yep, this is what it's going to be. Then I go to the production, and I go alter table, and it returns instantaneously. It's done, right? It's 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 a no op. I don't change now. If I'm renaming a table, if I'm renaming a column or something like that, I'll, I'll have to be a little more careful. Adding a column or adding a table has no impact on anything, right? And it doesn't interrupt. Inter yeah, adding. Yeah. But if you're 
if you are delete dropping columns or dropping tables, you better be damn sure that doesn't exist in your code. So I'll do like a search. Does this table name, does this word <laughs> exist anywhere? No. And I'm like, really good. This word does not exist anywhere. There's no code that uses anywhere. Okay. I can, I'm, but a lot of times I'll leave those um, old, those dead columns and dead tables around for months just to, just to, cause it doesn't really cost me anything and it's just to be safe. But, but occasionally Man, you shoot from the hip. You really shoot from the hip. Is this how you did Uber? Yeah. That's awesome. I did everything. I'm doing that's, my cowboy. A... I'm a cowboy stop to finish. I don't do this process committee. Let's all get together and hold hands and file some paperwork oh, and uh, fuck all that. No, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Mm. Now, well, so you know, I, but I do think... you know how many times the system has gone down in like the last? It doesn't. It never goes. Doesn't down. go down. Never goes down. It, no, it, it's always up. It's always working. I guess the reason why I do migration scripts. <laughs> it was just really funny to see see your face when I say migration skips. You're like you're like, what the fuck are you talking you about, TPS, dude? Do you file a TPS report every time you like rename a column? <laughs> no. no, it's just it's just it's every just time we change a variable, I like say have this committee and they approve it. And... <laughs> anyway. It's just part of the commit. It's like it's 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 a anyway. You get it for free with Laravel, so that's that's why I'm. I'm. I mean, and I've been doing it for like years, like ten years. I. I guess before then, I did. No, I guess I had done it because because working for that corporate company. Yeah, I guess I had always done something like migration scripts, um, because I, I the reason why I do it is because I want the the check in the release to have the to have everything to be an atomic sort of mm -hmm. to have the responsibility of making the upgrade. So I want it so that I sort of go, okay, boop, click a button, code goes to the server, and then it auto runs a script that updates the database at the same time. That's why I do it. That's why I think it's, you know, makes sense to me. But I understand your point of view. And I think that this is what um, I saw a tweet by a guy called Levels, who's very, very uh, prominent indie founder who's had a lot of success with different things like Nomad List and stuff like that. And I think he, I was, he was like, he he pushes his code like you know three times an hour directly to life. So I yeah, reckon... I, I was I was going to tell you I almost I almost posted this on on Discord that I had like twelve deploys on Saturday or something like fifteen yeah. deploys or something. I was going to say here is which I don't know what you did you guys did on here's what I did on Thanksgiving. I did like fifteen deploys or whatever. I think it would be annoying if you had to click the update button that much. That's the reason why I kind of hold them back. You know what do you mean? I don't want the you to have to. Button. I don't want you to have to on list to click. Update number fifty three. Update number fifty four. Like I don't want you to have to click ten a day. You know. Oh, I don't. So that's why I don't. I don't do I, anything I, like that. I mean, they just when they when they change yeah. pages, it'll just refresh naturally. Yeah, I need to. I can't do that in my case. Yeah, well, I, I like I like to... the little update. I look at that. Ooh, we got a little update. <laughs> and do you like do you like the fact that I did you did you notice that I put that little text message just for you? Did you see the first update that said? This is an update script just for Justin, just for Jason, so that he can see what the update is. So basically, just for anyone listening, whenever I push an update, I now put a little message with it. Mm. And I got so sick of Jason. Oh, hit this classic example. I got sick of Jason asking me, what was in the update? <laughs> so, I, so now I just made it so that the update itself says what's in the update. So he doesn't Self-describing update. I like what message. I like, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the little updates. That's why I was giving you giving you shit the other day because there was no update message the entire day. I know. I'm like, what no are you updates. doing? Are you working the day or what? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, baby. Yeah. So, um, right. 
look, I'm not advocating anybody do what I do. I don't care what anybody else does. I'm doing what I do the way I do it because it works for me, right? Yeah. Now, if it didn't work for me, you could say, well, Jason, your your system crashes five times a day and your code sucks and nobody likes your, nobody pays for it. I'm like, all right, then maybe I need somebody to tell me what to do, but that isn't a situation. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I am, um, I am anti-bureaucracy of all kinds at any level. I am allergic mm-hmm. to bureaucracy. I'm allergic to meta work. I just can't stand it. And so, um, and that just, I operate that level all the time. I, I don't write, I hardly write anything down. Most stuff's in my head. I don't write planning documents. I don't write roadmaps. <laughs> I don't write any of that. It's just all in my head. But the thing is, I, as I have a pretty good memory, so I keep a lot in my head. And, but it, that must be, that must be why you like list. It's, it's such an upgrade. It's like, it's like the first time you've you've written anything down. Yeah, I mean, I I, did, I would write stuff down in 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 text files, but they would always get kind of like law. I mean, it would be kind of like old lists, and there's a new one because it's got too far down the file and a bunch of crap mm-hmm. I didn't care about anymore. It was just like ah, I just need what's the, what are the things that what are the five things I want to care about? I want to take care of now. Quite often, what I'll do, like yesterday or day before, if you were looking at my stuff, you're like, well, Jason isn't really doing anything. It's like I was just operating out of my head. I didn't even add it to the list. I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I didn't think about it. Something else I've noticed about your list that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's never a checked off checkbox. Yeah, I just delete it. <laughs> so, so why do you want checkboxes <laughs> if you don't check them <laughs> off? <laughs> why, what, why do you love checkboxes? Um, let's see. I don't hate checkboxes. I like a good checkbox. Sometimes I'll check a box, <laughs> but then like 10 minutes later, I delete them. Well, because they just okay. sit around there forever. Like, when are they going to go away? Like, it just, I didn't see them going away ever. <laughs> okay, like, how so... long? Oh, check, after I check a box, how long am I supposed to leave it sitting there? Okay, so is you, there like like a the feeling, is... you like the feeling of checking it, but then you want it to fuck off. Yeah, no. <laughs> just no, get the hell no, out of it. No, fuck off, right? Yes. <laughs> No, okay. well, if there was, if there was, if there was a like thing at the bottom, was like completed task, I completed, and I could click on that and had all the completed tasks in there, right? Um, or would you could set something that would go away after like an hour or four hours or fifteen minutes or some kind of thing, and it would just kind of naturally yeah, disappear, it should do that. and then it would just yeah. show up down there. That'd be cool, but it's not going to go away for me, right? Well, at least so, but you do check them off before you delete them, right? Sometimes, or do you just delete sometimes. Them? You, okay, you should get in the habit of doing that because I am going to because then at least I'll have I will have the data to to when I build the view that basically shows you your completed tasks. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to say was it deleted? Was it done? Then show it in in the completed task. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, it, but if you don't even check it off, then it's just going to be deleted. So I'm not going to show it in that right in that view. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. You're a funny guy. Well, you're a weird guy, Ace. Well, I just I do things the way I do them. Do. So, um, yeah. What else? Do you have any other questions? Um, no, no, no other questions. That, that was that's why. All the questions why does I Jason have. do X? <laughs> 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 um, I uh, what. I do have one thing. Um, it's not a question, and it's unless you've got something really interesting to no, say. I have something very uninteresting to say. Okay, please, yeah. by all means, say something really <laughs> uninteresting. That's 
agree. I just I couldn't I I, I was looking for whatever reason I looked at the net worth of Paul Graham mm-hmm. and then the net worth of Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. No, not Elon Musk. Um Trump. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe that Paul Graham's net worth was 2.5 billion and Trump's net worth was 3. Five yeah, but nobody really I was like how nobody really knows what their what Trump's value. You know, there are people who say he's he's he not worth nearly that much. Shouldn't even be in the same ballpark. I mean, there's like Paul Graham's this like immensely smart guy. Like all the things he's done, and Trump. Anyway, I just I just thought, well, oh, wow, that's it's just crazy. You just you don't need to be smart, you know, like to. Well, okay, you can just be Look, a thieving lawyer. I'm not a. <laughs> Oh, look, I'm not a Trump fan by any means, right? I mean, but it doesn't mean that he didn't create some good hotels or good casinos that people right. got value out of. Just because you don't like him or just because you think he's corrupt and stupid and whatever doesn't mean that he didn't earn the money by creating something that the public was willing to pay for, right? I mean, yeah. Um, I knew it was probably a stupid thing to talk about. Well, I mean... Well, they say it was like one of the favorite lines from, uh, was it Unforgiven? Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven? Deserves got nothing to do with it. And the guy's like, I don't deserve this. Yeah, deserves got nothing to do with it. You know? And, um, yeah, I mean, and I don't even, Paul Graham's not worth a $2.5 billion. I mean, that's just probably based on, I mean, that might be a relatively, might be more accurate because you can track the value of all the public companies like Dropbox and Stripe and Airbnb mm. that he owns some percentage of. But a lot of it's exactly. probably private, so they, they, these are just estimates. I mean, he might be worth $700 million, He might be worth $3 billion, I, you know, I wouldn't take any of those things too seriously. Yeah. I take it with a grain of salt, for sure. What else do I have? Well, when... I, I don't know what... I've got... The only thing, other thing I have to say is Andor is a great show. Completely unrelated to what we were just talking about two seconds ago. All right. Well, I have some other stuff to talk about, but I'll we get so. Um, you should watch. Yeah, Andor. we watched. Should... We watched the first three episodes. Oh, you did. Oh, so good. far it, yeah. by by episode three, it's good, right? Yeah, I I think it's um it's it seems to be it's it's the best. Um, it's better than Mandalorian. I haven't really watched the Obi Wan stuff, so I don't even know if that's any good. All the new Star Wars stuff, I think, is mostly sucked. So, I mean, the New Hope and all stuff was just garbage. It was just like a kind of a, I don't know. It brings the Empire, like, and the more you watch it, the more, and I've said this in Discord, it just makes the Empire seem like a real, like an almost realistic concept, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's kind of cool. Like, because so far, you know, anything else I've ever seen, the Empire just seems laughably ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but this almost makes it seem feasible in a kind of way. And that's cool. They go into a lot of detail about the different people living different lives in the Empire. I think my favorite part of it was the when they went, the, the guy who's kind of the over-eager um, uh, deputy investigator, whatever he was. Yeah, and he, that guy, yeah. He, the guy, the, 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 I think it was a Scottish sergeant, the Scottish accent, the, his like sergeant who was running the team that guy was amazing right do you know what i'm talking about yeah the the, the chubby guy. yeah and he gives the big speech and you know to get over wild up yeah. and then the guy and then the his boss doesn't it's just like really ridiculous i mean 
That guy was great. That whole thing, <laughs> that whole scene where they go down there and everything was very well done. I turned to Sam and I go, it looks like they're actually trying to make de- something a decent story here. This yeah, isn't just yeah. like, pew, pew, laser, laser. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have the force. You know, it's just like, dude, like, tell a story. Like, we need a character arc. You know, we need something that people to struggle with, you know? And a lot of these new Star Wars films were just horrible in that way. And um, and they just destroyed their old characters. It was just so dumb. The only one that was any good of any of the new Star Wars, I think, was um, Rogue One was pretty good. That was pretty good. But that was the only one. That, everything else, I just, I come out and Sandy look at me and I'm just rolling my eyes going, God, what a what a waste of time. It's still a bit, it's still, it, there's less of it. Less. It's it's less in your face. But you know when they have those weird uh, sort of bipedal people <laughs> with like long noses and weird faces and all the different, mm-hmm. you know, puppet animatronics. Um, that's still a little bit hard to, to... <laughs> to come to terms with but the rest of it's really good you know yes i don't i don't mind that i mean it's that it's like here's the thing like if you the the thing about this show which is doing and i'm not saying it's not great this is not a plus cinema but it's a solid b which is really good for a a sci-fi tv series you might like you might upgrade it by series six but episode six but you know, it's like there's a suspension of disbelief. Okay, I, I'm going to suspend my disbelief on the aliens and the spaceships. And, you know, okay, maybe that's possible or whatever, right? They're traveling across between star systems in a matter of hours or something like that. And I'm just not going to think too hard about that stuff. But the, but the human interactions or, the, and, or with aliens or whether it's human or humanoid interactions need to be believable, right? The problem mm-hmm. is that when you make people not behave like actual normal people or, or behave in a normal way or have relationships that are in, that, that exist that, okay, that I've been in a relationship like that. I've, had, I've known people like that. I've interacted with people in that way. When it's just ridiculous, you just kind of roll your eyes like, give me a break. Right. It was so <laughs> stupid. It was like, what was the one, the, 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 the new hope, the new Skywalker, the, the girl Skywalker, whatever her name was. And she's like, you know, they call it as kind of like a Mary Sue or Mary Jane where she would like, she was like amazing at everything from the start. Like she just knew how to fly a ship. She was just great. I'm a, she just could fix the ship. And, and she of course like, give me a break. It was just so dumb. You know, it was just <laughs> stupid. And it's so, so you can't, when, when people don't follow an art, when people aren't believable or their, or the relationships aren't believable or they don't have, um, kind of a, an arc where they start down here and they have to overcome, certain personal shortcomings it's it's hard to empathize with them really care about them that much you just kind of like mm. okay so you want to see growth yeah and and i don't know i mean it's it's i, I think a lot of the modern movies have have uh, are, are struggle with this and are pretty bad like the whole new phase four of uh marvel is just garbage like it's pretty much top to bottom just, and i was i was a super fan i mean i love you know iron man and ant-man and Civil War and all those movies were great. But then now it's just like I can't even can't watch them. Unwatchable. <laughs> but um, you don't want to talk about the Twitter bet? Oh yes, I do. I want to talk about all the sorts of stuff. Uh, that's like you forgot it. everything. It's like well, we were just with this big, the big. Well, why don't you frame it 
since you were the one who kind of started it off. I never you instigated ca- I ne- the whole damn thing. Yeah, you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. All I was saying <laughs> was, I can't even remember what I was saying. Wait a second. I was. I was just. Oh yeah, I w- I was just grumbling that uh, that the way that Musk was handling the Twitter thing was he was it was super heavy handed. It's just it's just heavy handed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and just Musk in general, ha- you know, he's he's a little bit of a, and of course he he would have to be. He's just a bit of a. Like, oh yeah, the memes thing. Like that's annoying. Like so so, <clears throat> he's never credited anyone with a with a meme that he's posted, and he's. He's stolen plenty of memes, even memes with watermarks, and he like he edits out the watermarks, you know, refotoshops them and posts them as his own. And that's that's. Do you actually seen him do sense. that? You've actually seen him move. I on? I have seen him do mm. that. I've seen him. I have seen a scenario where he literally took off a signature of someone to just make it really. It's just like he did it. It was his own thing. More than I've seen him do that too. Well, times. here's a question. Do you think? Because I I'm not. I'm I'm literally asking a question. I'm not arguing with you. Because I don't, I'm, I'm not a meme guy, really, right? I'm just, I'm new, I'm new to the memes. Is, is he taking something else that, like, it's already gone through three or four or five or a dozen different people repurposing it? The watermark got removed somewhere along the, along the way. There's, there's, it's hard to figure out what the provenance of it is anyway. And he just sees some iteration of it, and then he says, "Oh, I'll put on something." I mean, do you don't Maybe. think that's possible? You don't think that's no, true? No, I think that I, I think I think that probably that some of the time, but I think the point is i think the point is it, it just kind of it, it's just a small you, you know this you know the concept um that we talk about like when you go into a restaurant and the, yeah. if the napkin is made of paper mm-hmm. like the recursive quality concept it's just a tiny tip of the iceberg what you know if if, if that's the way that you are then it just i just wonder what reflects you know yeah i the think rest of the i think like? I think what I think it's disingenuous, maybe. But I think, I think you'd also have to think of all the things he has done that are good. And go, okay. Well, what if it says, "Hey, Justin, you know that time you didn't, uh, you didn't pay your share of that uh, dinner, and you weren't even aware that it was more than that amount that you're supposed to throw in." And everybody's like, yeah, "I don't know, Justin doesn't pay his share of tip. Like, I don't know what kind of guy he is." You'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, 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 what? Wait, time out. I'll pay more." Like, I didn't know. You know, I don't know, Justin. That's the kind of guy you are. You have somebody nitpicking stuff and never even tell you about it. And he's like, he's telling, they're all like, yeah, I don't know. It was 40, it was well, 30 no, bucks a man told... and Colby, I mean. And, uh, no, 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 no. Every, every time he does it, someone says, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> how, how many people does he follow? How many? He follows like millions of people. He has like a, he has like a, how, how what's the chance that he's going to see that? Oh, all the time because people are always pissed off about it. They always upvote it. And then that becomes always like, the top three because twitter ranks them by mm-hmm. like okay what you know what what do people find you know most interesting in this thread it always ends up at the top so he's seen it and he's replied to it what does he say he's replied to it as well he just says look like along the lines of what you say you know uh, a meme's a meme you you can you can google it and find out who the originator was if you want to mm-hmm. you know yeah Fair i enough. don't know but um but it's it's just a uh, you know um, I, I think that there's sometimes when he should have he should have credited and he didn't, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't. It's only a small, think, but that wasn't it. That, that that wasn't the issue. That wasn't no, the issue. That, the issue is, the issue is, you're trying to pretend. You're trying to pretend. You're like, well, with this whole Twitter thing's gonna work. Oh, it's not. It looks like it's gonna fall apart. Okay, and so 
I'm like, you get no credit at this point, in my view. If this thing works, that you didn't call shit. You're like, well, as soon as the crowd starts going to either, and when I say the crowd, I mean the Discord crowd. So it's going, I don't know, this thing's going to go down. This is in your leg. Yeah, it looks like it's, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that that's fine. It's totally fine for you to take the position that you think, hey, I think Twitter's going to go down. I think it's going to, either it's going to crash or I think it's going to lose users and it's going to run out of business. That's fine. But you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, oh, yeah, I knew it was going to work from the beginning. And then you'd be like, well, you know, because it's like saying, that's what I'm saying, you got to put your money down. It's like buying a stock. If you're not going to buy the stock, then you don't get credit for calling shit. I know. I remember what I was what I was complaining about. I was uh, complaining about the eight buck thing. Like, is that going to work or not? And I wasn't exactly. And I was swinging both ways. I was exactly. like, that's what I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't take a position, so you don't get any no, credit. Don't. You don't get any credit. You're not. But I don't want yeah, any credit. You do. Who gives a yeah, shit about the credit? Yeah, you are. Who cares no, about it is. the credit? Credit. Credit matters. Like the question is: <laughs> Is your model of reality more accurate than most other people's? That's important because what happens is you need to be able to go back and make adjustments to your model, to your priors, to the to your criteria, to your how your analytical processes, so that you can make better decisions. So that's like I that's why I think it's important. I think it's like how many times when you're wrong, why were you wrong? How did you get something wrong? And nobody's gonna be right all the time. But that's why I think but that's like whether it's investing or how, you know, and, and buying a stock or investing in a small company or building a product of your own or whatever you decide to do, it all involves you exercising an analytical process and a judgment and, um, and, and, and making a choice. And so that's why I'm always trying to. That's why I take stuff like that, you know, kind of seriously. Okay, where do you, where are you on this? You know, now, now you could say it's totally legitimate. Say like, I don't, I don't really know. And most people should probably say, I don't know to most things, including me. Most things, I don't really know. I don't know enough about the situation <laughs> and I'm not interested enough to do the work to come up, to put a, to put my money down on anything. But if it's, you know, but I, but, but what I'm saying is you can't, Take pretend like you're having a position and then not take the position and then take the position. It's like, well, I bought so this. It's like I bought Tesla and then I sold it the next day. It's like, okay, well, that's exactly right. But that's that's, but, but that's exactly what I I have done. I I do. I bought Tesla and then I sold it and then I bought it and then I sold it and that's where I'm at with Bitcoin right now. Mm-hmm. I I bought Bitcoin, I sold Bitcoin, and now I'm in the middle of buying Bitcoin. I'm trying to get and back see, to a single Bitcoin again. And see, what I think your challenge is is we've always <laughs> talked about. <laughs> is you get you're too easily influenced by the crowd. If the crowd starts to think, regardless of the of your even if the data you're using and the the reasoning and none of that's changed. It's just that more people don't agree with it. You you let that you let that um, shake you, and I you know. But I'm saying I don't mean just you. I mean in fact that it's most people, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's hard to be a contrarian. Because everybody is telling you, or not even a contrarian, but just someone who's in the minority view of something. Because everybody is saying, you're an idiot, you're wrong, none of that is credible, da-da-da. And so you have to stand by and go, no, I'm still right. And you'll see. But I mean, that's why I like you, because you've got strong opinions, and I don't. And that's that, I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's, the reason why, that's the reason why, you know, I kind of 
enjoy your friendship you know um <laughs> because it's like it's 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 i wish i could do that you know i wish i could do that and i do try and do that sometimes but i don't do a very good job no, of it. I, I don't think it's in your dna i guess so exactly well, that's why when you guys were tired i was like all right that's it so okay for anybody who wasn't on discord and I, I think obviously only a fraction of our listeners are on on discord yeah. um uh i ch- i said all right you want to put some money down because you were like, oh, I think it's going to, you, 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 I can't remember what you said. And I said, oh, I'll bet you a thousand dollars. That doesn't, ha- you know about it. I can't. And you were like, I don't know. Right. Eh. Because I, I don't think I was talking about whether it was going to implode and collapse. I think that was just something that Veraptor brought into. No, the I, I can't. You have I, to I look think, it up. I, I, I was, I put you money yeah. on something. Um, I, I, I was just, I was just saying. In one breath, I was saying, eh, maybe the $8 thing is a really bad idea. In another breath, I was saying, eh, maybe the $8 thing is a really good idea. So I was just flip-flopping, like you said. you know, I was making a lot of noise about it. I was flip-flopping. I didn't really have a, a, a an opinion. And you're like, look, dude, I think it must have been driving you nuts that I was just <laughs> talking well, because... about it in my face. And you're like, look, put your money where your mouth is. Like, give me some kind... I'll bet you a thousand bucks that, that, that he's going to make Twitter work really well. And so yeah. then Veraptor said, well, I'll bet you a hundred bucks that it's going to go down for 24 hours right 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 that's, that's right right, right. so that's how it went, yeah. that's so i yeah and i can't remember the exact lines so that might be right i and the reason i got frustrated with you is because i thought <laughs> you were on my side i thought you were like you're okay you're putting your money down with me at the end of our last show you're like you know you've convinced me and i'm like all right you're on my you're on my team like let's let's see we're betting this is what's the result is going to be it doesn't mean that i'm i agree with everything that elon musk does or everything he, every decision he makes, everything he says, because I don't, right? I don't agree with anything anybody says, even myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've said a lot of things I don't, I no longer agree with. But anyway, the point is, my bet from the start is like, it's like, dude, it's the playoffs. Michael Jordan's uh, playing. Michael Jordan's gonna win. He's just gonna win. He just, he's the best that there ever been. He ever. I think Elon Musk is the best. Um, you know, CEO of the 21st century, full stop, period. He just is absolutely, he just is going to win. He works harder. He's smarter. He's more creative. He's a better thinker. Um, he's, he has higher risk tolerance. He's better vision than, than most people, and, and, most people and most of those things all together. He's just going to win. And he may make mistakes in the short term. He may not always hit his, he might, he might not always hit his release dates. He may fall short of some things, but in the end, he's going to be successful. And I and I think, and it doesn't mean that, and I don't even say that he will be successful in every single product of his, but if you repeatedly bet on him, you're going to come out ahead, right? You're going to come out ahead. Just like if you repeatedly bet on Tom Brady, you're going to come out ahead, right? And they're the best at what they what he does. So it's like, well, the $8 thing or that. It's like, you know, all this is noise. This is all short-term. This stuff is going to change. It's going to change. It's going to iterate. He's going to figure it out. He is going to figure this stuff out. This stuff is not that hard. Twitter, the UI, the, the business model, it is not putting rockets into space. It is not, it is not bootstrapping an electric car ecosystem. Have you ever heard of that term, uh, familiarity breeds contempt? Yeah, of course. Um, so I think a little bit of that's going on for me. And so one of the things that recently came up 
was okay i don't know whether this is true or not but like mainstream media are like oh well the the you know because he's letting on all these people uh the you know we're, they're going to remove the twitter app from the app store and from the android store and so then he says well if they do that i'll make a new phone you know like i genuinely felt concern and a little bit of fear when he said that because it's like holy shit he would have like if he did that and like built a a phone network he'd have phone he'd have the rockets he'd have the central communication system of twitter he'd have like the neural and all these different pieces it's like wait a second should one man have that much well power that's not familiar like the- you just think he has too much power i think that's what it is it's like he's he's really moving himself into a position of like total power if if he has a phone system oh, I- twitter and like the cars and the space oh my god self-driving jesus it's like that's a that's a lot of power for one human. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's 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 not that much power. The, the the if the government wanted to trump up charges and end his end his you know uh, you know SpaceX business or do and they they could screw with him and it's like nobody has much power compared to the state. You know, I right. just you know okay. don't don't underestimate the CIA or NSA. If if enough of these if the intelligence agents decide that you're a problem you're you know you don't want to become a pro you don't want to be on their list he, i mean he really is becoming tony stark kind of yeah but here's the thing but here's the thing here's a th- <laughs> but here's the thing just but just suit. here's the thing the android and apple duopoly that is a problem that, that is, is a, a problem. huge is, fucking problem and that's exactly right so you you like you suddenly they have the gatekeeper to decide whether i can do uh, this business right you know he's like that makes him mad. That yeah. pissed me off when I, you know, think of, I, I can't stand that that's a duopoly. That should be broken up. If you want the government to do something when you have so much power, Apple and Android, that they need to be broken up. There need to be multiple apps. They should not have. That's like saying, well, some, what if, what if somebody, what if there was like a company that says you can't put a website up? You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's bullshit. So um, anyway. Uh, the, 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 so, so the whole the v, so V-Raptor, so the, 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 let's finish the story. So V-Raptor says, hey, <laughs> I'll bet you, he's like, all right, I'll bet you $100 that, uh, well, first he said two things, he said something about profitability, and then he mentioned that it would, about, about the site going down. And I said, well, let's not do profitability because profitability is a really funny number and it really depends on Companies can be profitable the minute they decide they want to be profitable, or they can just invest in growth. And plus, it's a private company, so we may never have direct access to those numbers. And so, it's just going to be rumor numbers. It's going to be hard to figure out. And he says, all right, uh, I'll bet you that there'll be at least eight hours of outage next week. And I I was like, that really wasn't what I was, you know, betting. It's like saying, well, it's like if saying in 2012, do you think, Jason, do you think that Tesla is ever going to have like a down quarter or down year? Uh, maybe. I think he's going to win. Yeah, it's a different I, Well, he wasn't. Yeah. That's the, My point is that he's going to win. That four or five or six years right. from now, Twitter is going to be vastly more profitable and more successful. And all this stuff that everybody said, oh, it's going to fail. Everybody's going to memory hold this and forget that they reset it. And all these you know, people are like, oh, it's going to go away. And everybody's going to go on Mastodon. All those people and all those predictions, all those prognostications by all these people in the media – we can pretend they never said it. Um, so that's what I'm betting. And so, but I was like, you know, I'm talking a lot of shit. 
right? I'm like, okay, so if I believe that Elon Musk is ultimately going to be successful with this thing, then I should be able to say that he should be competent enough that he doesn't destabilize the platform during for an, you know for that much time after mm-hmm. all these cuts, right? I mean, I personally, well, I, and this is a whole other discussion we should have. I personally believe that he needed to cut a lot of these people, right? And I think that was a smart thing to do. Um, but the question is, was he cutting the right people? Was he cutting too deep, right? Were they losing too much institutional knowledge? Does he, like some people saying he doesn't, some people are like, oh, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's insane. He's crazy. He's just vindictive. He's out of control. Do you believe that? Or do you believe that he's actually kind of smart guy and he's getting in here realizing there's a bunch of people who haven't been doing anything. You can just look at the GitHub for months, if not years. We've done little to nothing and we can just start cutting these people and it's not going to make a difference. The question is, because the problem, the, the, the problem is we don't have that information. And anything that you're reading in the media is going to be greatly exaggerated. A lot of it's just going wrong. A lot of it's on speculation rumor. People familiar with the matter, bullshit, right? You go talk to three disgruntled um, ex Uber engineers, and is is you know, and if you believe everything they say, the site's going to go down. It's going to be dead in two days, right? So you have to, when whenever you get that kind of reporting, you have to just say, well, that's mostly bullshit. I don't know what's true or not true, but what this is, this is noise. This isn't like wrong or right. It's just useless information. So that was the bet you took. So you, the, yeah. So yeah. so I so so the bet he put. So I said, okay, this isn't like a high prob, super high probability bet for me, but I would be willing to bet that Elon Musk is not doesn't it doesn't bring down the is the deck, smart the enough House of to know yeah. to not cut really really valuable people. And so I was willing right. to I was willing to do it. Now V Raptor is nobody's fool, right? I've met, we've met a lot of our listeners and they have been across the board, smart, thoughtful people. Every time I meet them, they're like all smart. They're all thoughtful and they all know things I don't know. And I'm sure V Raptor is an expert in areas that I'm not. So I'm like, okay, he's clearly, so we have a smart guy and he, he might be more. Super so, smart. You, yeah. I've, I've, have you met him? I, you know, I I've, haven't. I, I, I. Oh, I, I do recall. Yeah, I, him and I do ha- recall you mentioning that you met him. I th- at least I think it was him. And you, he was really yeah. he was really smart and helped you figure some stuff. out. Super smart and helped me help me with um, Docker and just right. Very, okay, very I thought it might have been him. So I was like, okay, yeah. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> like you know. And so he was. He goosed the bet because you know he's probably thinking that I know it's the World Cup week because I'm a soccer guy, <laughs> but I'm like the one <laughs> soccer guy who doesn't even follow. The World Cup, really, or, you know. So, like, I'm the one guy on my soccer team who didn't know what teams were in the Champions League and what team, what the players were on Arsenal and Chelsea and Real Madrid. All the guys on all my teams, they knew all that stuff, right? And so, after every game, they're always talking about this, and I'm like, "Who's that?" And they look at me like, "Are you, what? Are you joking?" Like, it was like me asking who LeBron James was. They're like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking? So, 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 I don't know if he thought he, he was, he hit it. He, 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 he was, he was, um, he had an extra advantage of the bet because he was thinking that and probably thought I wasn't thinking that, or he just assumed 
that like as somebody who knows about soccer obviously was aware that next week was big Ed. anyway i wasn't thinking about that and then afterwards he mentioned that and i was like oh shit like <laughs> he definitely goes the bed but um but yeah so um as it turned out there were there was no reported major outages anywhere and and he um very graciously uh dm'd me earlier in the day and he said hey so unless there's something like really i don't know what he said some unfortunate or sustained attack or something like that it's looks like it's not going down so how do you how do you want to settle it i can you know send you money bitcoin or i can you know <laughs> then whatever and i basically just said you know because he i think he is going to he's going to be in melbourne right he's not from melbourne is he or is he they're, I I don't know about that, but yeah, they're having a. He's meetup. having a meetup, and Alfie's going to be there, and I guess some of the other guys is Ben Boyder, is he in? Ben Boyd is an Aussie. Yeah. yeah, so I know a bunch of them. We're going to get together, and I just said, hey, you know, just throw in the hundred dollars, and, and I'll drinks for, from, me, from Jason. I'll be a I'll be a sponsor <laughs> for the for the dinner. So I was like, you know, I don't want to take it. I was like, let's. Uh, I said that I feel really good about that. So I was, it was a fun bet. I mean, I got to give it, I got to give it to V Raptor because that was a smart, he's like, ah, Jason's kind of, I think he's getting ahead of us, get a little ahead of his skis over here. I want to see if I can <laughs> uh, trick him into, uh, tempt him into betting on something that might, might not be the best bet in the world. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, again, I think, um, I think, uh, He'll figure Twitter out. I don't think it's not that hard of a problem. I think it's just been, I think it's, uh, you just said thousands of people you were way, oh, who didn't need to be there, probably weren't doing much anything. And I think a lot of these companies have just become so um, overstaffed and you have just layers and layers of management and people just doing, you know, you know, as they say in England, doing fuck all. Right. And and everybody's busy. Everybody thinks they're doing stuff, but nobody there's and there's just so much management and so many layers of bureaucracy and so many different overlapping areas of concern that nobody can get anything done, even if they wanted to. And I think what and because I, I was reading some articles, some articles or some tweets from people who who said, oh, you know, I had roommates or I had friends who worked there and that just drove them crazy. They couldn't get anything done. And they just it was just a nightmare. And they just eventually just left because it was just like. You can do anything. I mean, it sometimes it sounds like a good idea. I'll go work somewhere and, you know, they have like hang out and goof around. They get paid. What's the big deal? But I think most most people get really frustrated and bored by those situations after a certain amount of time. You know, it sounds really good. Then after a month, you're like, okay, it's just really stupid. I'm not doing anything. I need to uh, end it pretty quick because, um, I, I, I should have said that at the beginning of the show. I didn't have, okay. I didn't have our usual two hours. Okay. So was is there anything was there anything big that you want you know that you had to finish up with or I don't think so I think that's I think that's good we can uh, if I think of something we'll talk about it next week All right Sound good Yeah All right that's a wrap We're out.